Did you know only 9% of construction business owners make more than $200,000 a year? We believe your business should make your life better. We work with construction business owners to systemize their cash flow, workflow, and crew so they can become involved but not required. Have a listen to our podcast if you want to be in control of your business and your life. If you want to get there faster, go to involvedbutnotrequired.com. This is one of the things that I want to talk about, which... um, I couldn't come up with a great graphical representation, but I'm going to have a look at what we're showing here. The reality of it is, you guys need to remember, when you have full-timers, subbies are easy. Subbies are great. You pay them when they're there, you don't when they're not. That's why so many people tend to lean towards subbies, because it's simple. The, the downside of subbies is cash flow. Um, you have to pay them everything they earn you know, at the end of a fortnight. Whereas, from a cash flow point of view, um, you can use that ATO loan again where your super gets paid every three months, your PYG gets paid every three months or sometimes every year or sometimes in my case not for three years. Yeah, so it delays the costs of them until later which means you've got more cash to do things with now. Subbies get all of that now. Um, but when you start taking on stuff, whether they're apprentices or full-timers or even someone in the office, you're paying them every week of the year. They get paid 52 weeks of the year, right? but they don't work 52 weeks of the year. We, everyone gets mandated in Australia four weeks of annual leave, right? Everyone gets two weeks of, it's, it's mostly called sick leave. In the Fair Work Act, it's called personal leave. Um, and there's a big thing around, you know, you don't have to be sick to use it. It's, it's personal leave. It can be kids are sick, partners sick, um, whatever. But it's personal leave. And then there's, in Victoria, 2.2 weeks of public holidays. 11 public holidays a year. So you can see there that what it means is that um, your own, the, the guys, anyone who works for you gets paid for 52 weeks, but only works 43.8 weeks, roughly 44 weeks of the year. So they need to, during the time they're on site, earn enough money not just to cover their wages during those 44 weeks, but they need to earn enough to pay themselves for the annual leave, the sick leave, the public holidays. And a lot of guys miss that. Everyone can see super, um, everyone can see work go, okay, cool, yep, we've got to pay that. Um, you know, super's roughly 10%, nine and a half, it's going up. Um, it's gonna end up at like 12 um, over the next few years. Yeah, so they can see super, they can see work cover, it makes sense. But this is often a gap that people miss in their consciousness to go, oh, what do you mean, paying for leave? Well, they're only on site for 44 weeks of the year, 43.8 weeks of the year. And they have got to earn enough during that time to cover all of their wages when they're not on site, plus their super, plus their work cover, plus the office staff, and make you profit. Like, this is part of understanding the, the real costs. So um, I just want to go through it like this so you guys can see and hopefully just have that deep understanding of where and why um, we add all these things. Because you can see the spreadsheet, and the spreadsheet is just done for you. But knowing why is often important because there come times when you've got to have that deeper understanding. You know, it's the same if you teach an apprentice just to do it this way, he'll do it that way every time. When something else comes up, he wants to have an understanding. If you're going to run a business, we want you guys to understand the, the, the reasoning behind this so that you can make those decisions as to when it does and doesn't apply. Because it's not just what a spreadsheet spat out at the bottom. 
it's going, oh, it doesn't apply here because they're a sub or it does apply because they're not. You know, a casual employee is another perfect example. A casual employee, you pay a 25% uplift on the rate of a non-casual employee. That 25% is to cover those other weeks, yeah? Those 8.2 weeks. Your annual leave, your sick leave, your public holidays. That pretty much covers all of them. So when you're paying casual loading, what you're actually paying is for all of the sick days. Because on average, most of our guys, they took about 3.2 sick days a year. Yes, we had staff who took 10, guaranteed every year. They took every sick day they ever got. We had other guys who never took a sick day. But when, you, when they leave employment, they get paid out um, any annual leave that they're owed. They don't get paid out sick leave. That just goes away. So um, you know, the sick leave, you don't end up with full-timers actually having that amount to pay out, but you could. They accrue it forever. Um, you know, public holidays, they get paid out if they're employed at that point in time. You know, it's something you've got to be careful of um, because the reality is that most of our public holidays are over the summer period. You know, now we're in this big dead spot of public holidays. We have Queen's birthday. The next one is um, fucking grand final day, which is the reason we've got 11, rather than 10 like most of the other states because it got added in as an election promise. Um, you know, you love a public holiday until you're an employer, then you hate them. Uh, and then Melbourne Cup. So there's this big empty patch. Then suddenly we hit Christmas and we've got bucket loads, you know, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, um, New Year's Day, Australia Day, bang, back to back. And then, you know, the same, there's another couple on Easter. So in those first few months of year, there's heaps. So if you go and hire someone right before Christmas, even though they haven't been there with you for a long time, you suddenly got to pay them all these um, public holidays. Uh, so it's just a reality of it. So that's where this uplift comes from. The full-time employee, um, you've got to pay for that full 52 weeks. If you're thinking that casual works better, actually doesn't. Uh, again, you've got to pay them and they don't get leave, but you've got to pay them the equivalent that you're already paying for sick leave. They get an uplift loading that pays them for sick leave, whether they're sick or not. They're the same as studies. Um, you're basically paying them for sick days, whether they take them or not. Whereas full-timers are unlikely to be sick 10 days a year. You factor it in, but you know, generally it's bonus money. OT. Um, why are we talking about OT? It's treated differently. Um, you do not pay super on overtime. There is no super payable on overtime. So straight away, it makes things cheaper. Um, the other thing is, most of the time, overtime can be really, really cheap. When you work out your total cost, why is that not working for me there? Uh, I want that to be my scenes. When you're calculating your real cost, and the same with that, this is that spreadsheet we've just looked at, we've just played with, and we've just unlocked, right? Um, there it is. Awesome. So when you're talking about that spreadsheet that we were just looking at, right? It calculates your real total cost for your staff, right? So that's their wages, their leaves, annual personal um, public holidays, their super, their work cover, yeah? And it spits out the bottom this magic figure, X, that you need to know. X covers all the time they're not on site. Public holidays, 
Um, it covers annual leave, it covers sick leave. It covers all their super and it covers their work cover. All covered, right? Ticked off in that amount. So now, you know, if you're paying them, I don't know, 40 bucks an hour, and that ends up being you know, like $65 an hour, what happens when you pay them overtime? Well, the first two hours, it's time and a half. Yeah, so OT 1.5. $40 goes to $60 per hour. That's it. There's nothing else. There is no super. Yeah? All your leaves, all your work cover, well, sorry, work cover actually you have to pay on um, uh, OT, but um, that's the only one. Everything else is already covered in your magic number for your total cost. You don't need to allow in this number for leave because they're paying it for you paying it for them in their standard 38 hours. Now, you don't need to worry about super because super is not payable on overtime at all, period. Right? So you can end up with this situation, which is not unusual at all, where you're paying your guys, you know, say 40 bucks an hour, your real total cost is $65 an hour, and you get them to work overtime, and that first two hours of overtime is actually in your system cheaper than the rest of the day. Yeah, I know a, um, a project manager, he's a, what do you call it? He's a, a sorry, a project engineer. He's a, a leading project engineer um, for ExxonMobil um, who works down at uh, Newport area in that big tank farm. Um, and he loves OT because in his projects it is significantly cheaper than the first eight hours of the day that he's got crews on site. Those first two hours of overtime cost him less in his project budget than the rest of the eight hours. Once it goes to double time, you're a different story because your OT 1.5 uh, is your first two hours and you're on big commercial sites now. The unions have mandated that uh, in the, the current EBA that overtime is at double time from the start, so it doesn't matter. But in the award, um, your first two hours um, is still time and a half. So at um, OT 2X, you know, it becomes $80 an hour. Now again, you know, it seems like this massive amount that you're paying someone to go on and do double time, but when their real total cost is 65, you know, 65 to 80 isn't a massive uplift. So you've got to look at you know, cost versus their real total cost and know those differences. So when you get to a point of um, having overtime thrown in the mix, it can be quite cheap for you guys to have people in overtime. Um, and so it's worth knowing that, so that you know whether or not, you know, our guys always worked a standard nine hour day. It was seven till 4.30, that was standard. When I was on the tools with my team, it used to be seven till 5.30, you know, because OT is cheap. Um, it seems counterintuitive, but OT is cheap. 